Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. are back at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus to start practice and begin preparations for the Houston Texans and the game on Christmas Eve. To preview those Houston Texans, we're going to hear from three players today and from head coach Kevin Stefanski on From the Podium. The players started the day off in the locker room and quarterback Joe Flacco was up first. He talked about his performance against the Bears and how the locker room is preparing for a potential postseason burst. It almost seemed like you were a little bit after the game still thinking about those a little bit. Were you? Because you didn't seem as sort of euphoric as, as one might. Yeah, probably, but also just the way that that game ended. I think everybody wants to be excited like when you kick the field goal, but you, you, I've... I've lost a handful of games when that happens, and then you still end up losing. Like these games are never over until that clock hits zero. So I think it was more that. I, I definitely there was probably a little bit of thinking about those plays, like ah. But it was more so just you obviously want to be excited in the moment. But I've gotten high before and then got it taken away. So um, I think. You know, just been a part of enough of those that you don't want to get overly emotional at, at the end of the game, and it kind of carried over to afterwards, I'm sure, too. Joe, how excited are you about this? what this next month might bring, next month or so might bring, and do you feel like uh, the, the more reps, the more time you have with this guys, this, this offense, that uh, you guys might find your stride at a, like a different level going into the playoffs, potentially? I think so, there's some confidence that that is going to be the direction. Um, but it really just takes us being in the moment and, and coming in here and doing our work and, and all those things and then actually going out on game day and, and coming through. So, you know, I, I think what we've done so far, I think can give us the confidence to feel that that's the way it should go. But it's still up to us to kind of, uh, like I said, stay in the moment, look at what's important now and go do the job. He isn't so good at home. But the road has been a different story. Is it just as simple as being in a different stadium or what? I think it's always tough to put your finger on those things. Obviously, you deal with some, you know, variables when you're on the road that you don't have to deal with when you're at home, like as an offense. Um, and then defense kind of deals with that when they're at home. Um, I don't know. I, I think we've all played enough road games at this point that you can go into the you can go into those uh, situations and relate to where you've been in the past, and you should be able to play a very similar game. I, I'm of the belief that it really shouldn't matter too too much because uh, we're so used to deal, dealing with those variables that I'm talking about, and we have things in place to make sure that we take care of those. So I, I think it, you know, most of the time, just ends up, you know being those types of matchups and all those different things that matter in game that end up just not being the same for whatever that week. Joe, I've watched that Cooper touchdown about 10 times now to keep waiting for the Bears to make the interception. Um, is that about as tight a fit as you can, 
as you can make. And did you see all three of those guys? Or was <laughs> the safety I'm not worried about. You know that there's with the corners out there on the sideline, but at the same time, like there's always some kind of flat player over there. You know, if he's making that pick, um, then you're in trouble. Uh, the fact that we did move the pocket there a little bit probably brought the, the completion over a little bit more than it typically would be on that play. I think I'd normally be throwing the ball kind of more this way, but I was kind of throwing it more straight at him. Um, so, like, yeah, it is funny how that throw ends up working out, and it just happens to be, like, by the ending picture, you see three guys there. I mean, it was a little bit more simple than I think because the safety, you can kind of take him off the field. It was, it, it, it was kind of like that, like, perfect storm coming together for us because it was so close and it was thrown right at the safety from his vantage point. It was able to freeze those guys just enough for him to score, you know, because typically that wouldn't happen. If that play was hit probably a couple yards over to the left of where he, if he caught it a little bit, a couple yards before that, then he probably either runs out of bounds or the guys make a tackle. But because it was that close, it froze them just enough to kind of happen perfectly for us. It was just one of those random ones. You, you make tight throws all the time. That one just kind of looked that way, I think, at the end. Well, what gives you the confidence to do that when you're not exactly having your best day up you just got to take each play individually. Uh, he was open. I felt it, threw it. You don't. You're not really thinking about that in the moment. You were able to hook up with Goodwin. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, I've been a part of some guys that, you know, they, it adds a lot to the game when you have a guy that can run like that and take the top off of defenses. And even if you're not completing a ton of balls to him. I think if we can get him going in some ways, it, it, it'll have a good effect on this offense. Why is the play action still so effective for you, even when the run game isn't churning out a ton of Well, I think people know that we can run the ball, and that's a strength of ours. And so even if, we're not, even if it's not something that's operating at, at its highest level, there's always that threat. So uh, you have to come up and you have to play whatever you're playing honestly and, and, and do what you see as a defense. So... That, that's why you have those things. Do you have a list? You talk about smell on the grass and playing in the blue collar. What about playing in the dumpy? At this time of the year, I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> Joe, it looks like uh, it, it's probably going to be the 35 and over club at, at quarterback. Quarterback, yes. In Houston this weekend. And, uh, you know, just what do you think of, uh, you know, maybe you being in a duel with, with Case Keenum? Yeah, we'll see how it goes down there and who end, whoever ends up playing ends up playing. But, Everywhere Case has been, he's done a great job of coming in and winning games for football teams. So um, it's going to be a challenge either way. You, you um, don't know about Joel just yet, but like, the job the offensive line was able to do last week and, and, yeah. and how, in spite of them being banged up up front, they've been able to keep you clean for the most part. Yeah, they, yeah, it's been awesome, man. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it so much, just next man up mentality and the way that uh, Dunn stepped in there and, and got the job done. Um, nobody blinks, and you can tell in the huddle, um, and that's what you want. And it doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect, but you know that those guys are going to be out there uh, working their tail off to, to, to play a really good game, and, and that's what they're doing. Joe, you haven't, this, you've been to the playoffs a ton of times. This locker room hasn't been a bunch. Um, is there any kind of message you give when it feels so close to being attainable, but you still have to get your work done? I think these guys are doing, you know, you, you look around and just the way Kevin's scheduling everything out and then the way you can tell that guys are focused on just today, I think that's what you do. Um, you know, obviously, you know what's ahead and we know 
you know, what's kind of promised to us, and then we know what's out there, obviously. You know, we're not blind to all that. But it is about staying in the moment week to week. And you can tell when you walk around the locker room that guys have a, have a singular focus. Um, if, it, if it wasn't that case, then we would take care of it. Um, and I think there's ways you can go about that. But, um, you know, you can tell guys are focused in on what we're doing this week. We're seeing the best version of David Njoku right now. Um, did you appreciate him from it's tough, man. When you don't know, when you don't know somebody, and like you're not with them every day, and then you just get to see a little bit of this and a little bit of that, um, it's tough to honestly make a good assessment of somebody. Um, I, you know, when I first got here, the first thing that jumps out at you about him is just his personality and the teammate he is, and you know what he does for this locker room and then when you get out into the field with him and you just see how hard he works and how physical he is um, when you get the ball in his hands he's special um, especially when you're when he's moving you know at a high speed towards our goal line towards you know our, our end zone um, but yeah I don't think you get from the outside you don't realize his personality and how hard of a worker he is and how willing he is to go in there and throw his body around in the blocking game and all that stuff um, so I think when you kind of get to be around somebody like him, you get to appreciate all those things, and it makes the other things, you know, it makes it even more impressive um, what he does athletically. Just got more awards time in the league. You actually did discuss this players here. Mark who knows what constitutes as a comeback? I've only played three games. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Come back from you know, not going to training camp and busting kids around. I mean, who who knows? You know. Joe, collectively, when you look at the Texans' defense, what sticks out as the biggest challenges for you guys as an offense? Well, listen, I, they're, I think they're a really well coached team, and they got guys that play aggressive, and uh, um, you know. You'll, you, you see this defense, defense pop up around the league. Um, you know, I, I led the last couple of years in New York. Uh, I was with uh, Robert Sala, and he was in San Francisco with Amico. And, you, you know, um, so you, you see the guys that coach this defense, and you can tell that they have these guys ready to play their defense in this kind of way. Uh, their, their front um, does a really good job, and their back end plays aggressive. Um, and I think the key to, those guys, to, to that style is – you know, is that front disrupting everything and allowing that back end to play that aggressive style because they're going to trust that they're going to stop the run and get to the quarterback. So I think they do those things well. Joe, in terms of your ability to move so well in the keeper game that you, know, you ran a lot of boots and rollouts in this past game, is that, you know, kind of a big deal to be able to still move like that or is that not such a huge deal? Yeah, listen, I, I, I always think it helps like when you can when you can when we can facilitate getting me on the move and stuff like that. I know it's not like a huge part of my game, but I am playing my best when I'm able to move around a little bit, move the pocket here and there. Um, and then and then and then some of the other things just kinda of happen naturally. But I, I do think it's important, um, you know, for the whole offense when you have that the ability to do a couple of those things throughout the course of the game. Joe Sent's been the target on a couple of the picks. Um, I'm just curious, what are the conversations like after those routes in the how important is it to you to keep going back to him? Why to make it special? Yeah, it's it, I mean, it's 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 super important. You can't look backwards, and I think they're all learning experiences. And I, I you know, hopefully, the feeling that he gets from me is like, dude, next one, you know, and 
you know, I'm, we're, we all make mistakes. I mean, obviously, as you can see these games, you're all going to make mistakes. So it's just a matter of looking forward to the next one, obviously correcting it. But in-game, man, you can't feel bad, bad about anything you do. You line up, you play full speed, you trust your preparation, and when mistakes happen, I mean, the best guys I've been around ever, like, they make mistakes, but they don't blink. They just go make the next play, and the next play, and the next play. And, um, you know, when you're young, it's tough to kind of see things that way. But if, 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 if he looks around and, and nobody else is doing anything but that, then he'll learn to kind of handle it. And I think he's done a great job with that. Quarterback Greg Newsom II talks next. He went up to the podium in his Santa costume and talked about how many of his defensive teammates should make the Pro Bowl and why he thinks the national media isn't paying attention to the Browns' secondary. You got a pretty busy week next week, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. I got a got a lot of teammates on the naughty list. Got some on the nice list. So, uh, definitely a busy week. Have you checked the forecast at all? Uh, yeah, so on, on Christmas, I checked the forecast. It's not going to be snow. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I kind of did that just because, you know, I feel like the guys have been doing a great job on the field. So I was like, you know, no snow for Christmas this year. Yeah, always, yeah. That's the goal. Um, yeah, that's that's a couple of my teammates asked uh, for Christmas to uh, go one and know this week. So that's the goal. Yeah, um, just starting with CJ. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, he's not just the best rookie quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks already in his, you know, early NFL career. Um, obviously, wishing and praying for him. Hopefully, you know, concussions are a big deal. So hopefully, he gets back out there because um, would love to compete against him. But you know, I've been with Case as well out here, um, and Case is an unbelievable talent as well. Um, you know, he gets tagged as a backup quarterback, but I feel like he could start for a lot of franchises as well, just how smart um, and reliable he is as a quarterback as well. Um, I wouldn't say it really affects um, our job really any, any much different. Uh, we kind of just, each week, obviously, talented receivers all across the, the board in the NFL, but we just kind of just try to focus on ourselves. Um, but Obviously, getting him back will help their offense a lot. Being a, a big body guy, um, I think he's top in the NFL and, and you know broken tackles, so um, definitely a viable threat for us. Greg, we, I know you quote tweeted that next gen stats thing. Do you feel like the secondary is starting to get the, the recognition you think it deserves? Uh, nah, I don't think so. Um, no, nah, I don't think we we still are getting the respect that we deserve. But you know, at the end of the day, we just got to keep on performing, um, and eventually. You know, we will get the uh, respect we deserve. But, you know, we're just focusing on ourselves. Obviously, seeing things like that means we're doing the right things. We're heading in the right direction. I mean, why, why do you think that is? Um, maybe because just the market. Uh, you know, Cleveland is a blue collar, you know. some It's not the, the biggest city, you know, so things like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, we continue to work. Uh, whether we get recognized or not, we, we get recognized by our teammates and our coaches. So um, that's all the praise we need. In the back end alone, um, our whole entire starting group. Um, I, I think we should be pro bowlers. I mean, if, if you see the amount of, you know, man we play compared to other teams, the ability to shut down receivers, um, you know, the ability to fight adversity, which just new people come in all the time. I, you know, I don't see why we shouldn't have the whole starting secondary as, as pro bowls, including the, you know, linebackers and D-line. Honestly, I feel like 
the Pro Bowl defense should be the Cleveland Browns defense. Greg, you guys play your best defense here at home. Two of your final threes on the road. If you're able to make the postseason, most likely you're going to play on the road. So what do you guys have to do here down the stretch to tighten it up on that side of the ball so that you, you play just as well away from home as you do at home? Yeah, I mean, I think it just uh, starts with just preparing like we do each week. And, um, you know, we've had the lead, I think, in every single away game, and we kind of gave it up. So just staying um, consistent, um, not making not making any mistakes, trying to bring the energy because our crowd is so big for us. But just just trying to stay consistent, really, I feel like that's that's the biggest thing. Greg, what is, is there a story behind the Santa Claus outfit? Yeah, um, so we talked about it last week, um, trying to start something. It's going to be called Some News with Newsom. So we're going to try to do something each week. And, um, yeah, this is just the first week of it. What makes David and Joker such a great teammate? Man, um, just hearing this story, I was here for a long time. Just seeing, like, the growth as a player, um, willing to do anything, block. Uh, Coach said it before uh, last game, was like, we're going to run duo the first play of the game, which they did. And then you're going to be up front to, to block right away. We're not going to put in big personnel. We're going to use you. Uh, so just seeing the you know the faith that we have in him and just everything we have for him is just amazing. Um, he's evolved as one of the best tight ends in the league, um, playing like the best tight end in the league right now. So um, he's been doing amazing. Greg, you talk DeAnthony and Ronnie to step in the way they did. It seemed like aggressiveness-wise and production-wise, they didn't skip a beat from it. Most Grant and yeah, I seen them play with with no fear. Um, we say it all the time: no handcuffs, no seatbelts. Um, and what we mean by that is just you know just the ability to just play fast. And you know everyone makes mistakes. No one's perfect, but just trusting yourself and playing fast. And you know a lot of credit to those vets in their room too, like like Grant and Juan and Rodney, who's not playing right now. Um, just their ability to stay locked in and to help out guys like like those guys, and you can see it on the field. They're playing. Um, they're playing loose. Greg, you talked after the game how much trust you have in all the corners, and that's why you rotate the guys. Um, what's allowed Cam to be as successful as he has been? Is a rookie even missing time on IR? Yeah, I mean, first, you know, we're not going to take credit for anything. It's credit to, you know, the guys upstairs for getting them um, first, and then obviously him just being a pro right away. I think it helps when. You have a more of a veteran group. We're all young, but we played a lot of football and, you know, just us talking to them and how we prepare for games and things like that. But, you know, going to a school like Northwestern, they prepare us to be pros right away. And I think he's done a great job just in whatever role that he's had, um, just the ability to come in and make an impact for us. Linebacker Anthony Walker Jr. wrapped up the day in the locker room and talked about how good Miles Garrett has been and how much the secondary for the Browns has helped the defense this season. Uh, yeah, just a little tweak, as Kevin said. Um, I'm good. I'll be good. I'll be okay. How close did you come on Sunday? We saw you out there early. Yeah, a shot. not close enough. Yeah. I didn't play, so. <laughs> okay. When we talked to Kevin on Monday, he kind of climbed up on a soapbox, and he talked a lot about Miles and how he feels that Miles is the NFL Defensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. even though he hasn't been getting sacks lately, but mm-hmm. he's been getting held a ton. Just wondering, wondering what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, um, we all know what Miles is in this building, um, you know, to our team. Um, obviously, 
I feel like he's the most dominant player in the NFL. Um, you got to account for him on every play, and teams teams have done that. Um, he still wrecks the play, wrecks the game, um, just by being taking all the, the attention away from the other guys, and other guys have been able to step up and make plays. So, um, you know, when you have that type of player like Miles, uh, it makes the game a lot easier for that for everyone else. What do you guys have to do to play better on the road? Um, win. But, I mean, you <laughs> so well at home. Yeah. What, what, what happens? No, you just got to uh, go back to the fundamentals and details. Um, you know, you don't have that same energy that, you know, the people bring at Cleveland Brown Stadium. Um, so you got to go against the road. And you got to take that road warriors mindset um, where, you know, it's all of us in this building versus, you know, having many people in the stands plus the team. Um, and we got to take that mindset on the road and travel. And um, defensively, we you know we've been talking about it for a while, but we got to pack our defense on the road. Back to Miles for a second. What does it say about him that, despite the frustration, despite seemingly being ignored on, on holding calls, that he's still giving that kind of effort, play after play? Yeah, um, I expect nothing less from him. That's the player that he is. That's the person that he is. Um, he's going to go 110 miles per hour every time. Um, and whether they make the call or don't make it, I feel bad for the player that lines up against him after he doesn't get the call. <laughs> it's like he goes even harder. So, Anthony, uh, with the Stroud, they're very vertical. Mm -hmm. With Keenum, they're not. So how does that affect the linebackers? Uh, we still got to be clean in our drops, clean in our um, zones and mans and eyes, um, discipline. Um, Case, you know, we, we all know Case, um, you know, did a great job for us here. Has always done a great job um, in the NFL as a quarterback. So um, he's going to test us. Obviously, he's going to make throws. He's going to, you know, get them in the right sets at all times. Um, make the picture clean for him. So we got to make it, you know, dirty for him. And um, you know, that's our job as linebackers to kind of control the middle of the field. Um, I think that's one consistent, you know, thing that they do is, you know, attack the middle of the field no matter who's that quarterback. Anthony, Kevin made a big deal about what a good teammate David is, Najoku. <laughs> um, First of all, I guess, do you agree? <laughs> and if so, what makes it such a good Yeah, I've been calling him that every day since Kevin said that. <laughs> um, nah, man, you talk about a selfless person, um, you know, a guy that just wants the best for his teammates, um, you know, willing to go, you know, burn himself, burn himself, and then go play in the game. Um, you know, I had to say emphasis on burn himself because that was a self-inflicted injury. So <laughs> for him to go do that and uh, just play through everything, play through all the injuries. And, you know, it's not all, it hasn't always been pretty for him. When I first um, got here, I, I mean, I met him a while ago, um, him playing at Miami. But um, it wasn't always pretty for him in the NFL, especially being in this building. So for him to, you know, grow, learn, become that leader, become that uh, teammate that Kevin talks about um, takes a lot of maturity for him and uh, you know the growth that I'm pretty sure that's what Kevin was alluding to the growth that he's shown over the last few years as well. I, mean, I know you haven't been here for all of his journey mm -hmm. right but even in the three years you have been have you seen what I guess what ways have you seen him kind of continue to mature and develop? Yeah um, I think it's less about it's so funny. <laughs> I think it's less about him and more about the team. Um, obviously, uh, when you're when you're young and you you get you, your first round pick, you want to make every play. You want, you know, to become that player that you know you were drafted to be. You know, and um, I think when you you're, you're forcing it or whatever it is, and you're not getting the results, uh, it's kind of hard to go through that, go through those ups and downs. Um, and just the maturity that he's shown since then, obviously, you know. You know whether he gets the ball, whether he's blocking, whether whatever his job is um, asked to do, he does it at a very high level. Can taking that energy that you talked about on the road, can that maybe become a little easier when you're in December and playing meaningful football? 
Yeah, um, you know, we understand that these are huge, huge pivotal games. Um, you know, when you play in December, when you play in January with a shot to go to the playoffs and put yourself in the tournament, um, you, the, the awareness has to go up and the energy, like you said, has to go up. So um, I think that takes care of it by itself, like you said. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Very well coached, very, you know, fundamentally sound. Obviously, CJ being that quarterback, you know, Case, another veteran. Um, defense flying around. Yeah, they're they're good. They're a really good team. The wild card beating seems so close, and Houston kind of having their backs against the wall. How much is that kind of add extra layer to this? Uh, I mean, for them, obviously, I mean, and us too. We're fighting for our lives. You know, playoff lives for real. Um, you know, we we want to get in. We want to put ourselves in the best position. They want to do the same thing as well. Um, they're, you know, tied for their division lead. Um, you know, anytime you put yourself in that position, you've played good football and you want to keep playing good football. And, you know, at this point of the season, it's, you know, one game playoff season. How much do you guys have to lock in to go on the road, play in Houston, turn around, come right back home, and then play again Thursday Yeah, we're going to worry about Sunday right now. Uh, we're worried about, you know, whoever we play, whenever we play after that. But, um, yeah, we got one. We got a big one this week, a really big game this week on Sunday, and that's where our focus is at right now. I know it's still one and zero, but his his focus shifted to the fact that the playoffs were so close. I mean, obviously, you're human. You you want to be in the playoffs, and you find yourself in good position. And everybody in here has social media and all that stuff, so we see everything. Um, but that's when you got to narrow your focus to the one game season and one game at a time. And uh, every game matters, you know. We understand that. We put ourselves in that position to make it where every game matters and where you play many, many, meaningful football in de December and January. So I mean, you know, we watching Bengals and Steelers on the plane ride down to Houston. I didn't say that. Now <laughs> we're gonna watch football for sure. It's on TV. Um, but like I said, we got a big game to focus on ourselves. Oh, I didn't know that was coming up. <laughs> hey, I think I've asked you about Joe Flacco every week, but he was signed a month ago today. Does it still seem a little weird, weird that he's the quarterback here? And how impressed have you been by what he's been able to accomplish in a month? Yeah, um, no, nah, it, it doesn't feel surreal anymore. Uh, I'm tired of seeing him actually now. <laughs> no, um, you know, he's a I mean, great, great leader for us, great veteran presence at that quarterback position. Um, Truly unique, right? Um, you know, played in the division, you know, as a rival for a long time, and then coming in here. Um, I mean, shoot, I would have did the same thing. He's he's like kind of undefeated in Cleveland, so I would have <laughs> did the exact same thing. Um, yeah, but we're happy to have him. He, you know, like I said, that steady hand that we needed at that quarterback position, and um, he's doing a great job for us. Anthony, you guys have, um, I think, six-year wins have come against winning teams mm -hmm. in the league, and you've beaten some of the top seeds, or the, you know, the current top seeds, and that. Um, how much do you feel that that experience has set you up for not only these next three weeks, but what could potentially come after these three weeks? Yeah, I think winning period breeds confidence. Um, anytime you're able to win and, you know, you know whoever you play, you know, in a, winning in the NFL is very, very hard. Um, you know, we saw that on Sunday. Um, you know, it's very hard. No matter what the records are, there are no bad football teams in the NFL. So anytime you're able to win and stack wins, it's huge for your team. Um, and we've been able to do that. So, uh, you know, hopefully that leads into more. And like you said, when we get to that, you know, next phase, uh, you know, it, it, it does something for us. Did you know Shelby before he got here? No, I didn't. What did, has what did he kind of shown you or impressed you? How has he impressed you? Yeah, his celebrations are very, very old school. <laughs> um, so to see him do that is really awesome. Um, but, yeah, man, just another veteran present. You can never – 
you know, take away good veterans out of, out of the locker room. Um, I think that's huge for us. Um, he's done, he's shown the young guys how to play the game the right way, how to study the right way, how to prepare the right way. Um, and you can never take that for granted. And um, yeah, he's a guy that goes out every Sunday and makes plays. Um, you know, he's been doing it for a very long time and uh, it's nothing new for him. Anthony, how good has this secondary been this season? Yeah, lights out. Um, those guys are the tip of the spear. Um, they're, you know, the backbone of our team, um, you know, especially on defense. Uh, you know, we we put we ask a lot of those guys, you know, to play a, a lot of man coverage and you know go against the best athletes, you know, probably you know outside of DBs in the NFL at receivers, you know, guys running at them full speed straight ahead and they got to make plays and we ask them to do a lot and they rise to the challenge every week. Do you I mean, do you think people are starting to respect kind of how good they are? Or are they still kind of trying to earn that a little bit? Yeah, I think they all play with a chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, they all want to be labeled as the number one um, in the NFL. Um, so I guess that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, they're uh, yeah they they always want to play with that chip on their shoulder. Wrapping up the day at the podium was head coach Kevin Stefanski. He previewed the Houston Texans for the first time and gave us a few injury updates, including uh, some news on Joel Batonio. Okay, starting our work week. Uh, getting ready for Houston, really good football team uh, at the top of their standings in, in their division. I know three-way tie, but good football team. I think Coach Ryan's is doing an awesome job uh, down there. Uh, really huge challenge on all three sides of the ball. Good players. Uh, defensively, I'll start. You know, I know Coach Ryan's heavily involved with, with that side of the ball. Matt Burke, their defensive coordinator, great coach. Bunch of coaches that I know, really good coaching staff uh, that he put together down there. Defensively, run a very similar system to ours. It's an attack front out of a four-down um, lineup most of the time, and they really get off the ball, and they are very good up front. I mean, really, really good. Those edge players, the defensive tackles, outstanding. Uh, they can run at really all three levels of the defense, good corners, smart safeties, and they've uh, been very ball-aware, uh, so got to be about our business. Offensively, they're doing a really nice job under Coach Slowick. They're not giving the ball away. Uh, that's really where you start. They're leading the league as a team uh, in turnover margin, and they're taking good care of it on offense. Really good playmakers, uh, really all over the board. Uh, they have a very good understanding of that scheme. I think that they've done a nice job there in, in their run game, in their pass game, and in, in all the things that they're doing uh, in that scheme. And then special teams, as you saw, their kicker just won uh, player of the week, I believe. Uh, it's a talented group from top to bottom. Coach Smith does a great job uh, with that group. So uh, we need a great w week of work going down there, trying to find a way to win on the road uh, against a really good football team. And with that, I'll take any questions. Kevin, on, on Monday, you were very complimentary of the season that Miles had to say the best player in the league this year. Did you notice a different presence with him uh, coming into training camp? Um, it, at least from our perspective, he was so dominant right off the bat. You kind of had a feeling it might be yeah, I mean, I think we've, we've talked a lot about Miles over the years, and, and I always say this, and I think it's true, there's, there, he can always get better. I think all of us can get better, uh, and I think there are things that are untapped with Miles that he continues to work on, and some of it's small details of fundamentals and techniques. Uh, other things are, are maybe bigger picture for how he leads this football team. So I've seen him mature over the time that I've been with him. Uh, obviously a very intelligent player and intelligent person, uh, great off the field, but I think in his leadership is, is where I've seen a huge jump as well. And I think his teammates would t tell you that as well. Yeah, you know, late in the season, we had an early bye. We have a, a Thursday night game next week, so just trying to account for all those things.
way you kind of dug your butt in head to you first got here. Um, how, how did you view that, and how is your relationship with him? Yeah, I mean, with any player, all players, you don't always see eye to eye. Uh, I try to be as, as uh, real with them and honest with them, and sometimes those are hard conversations, and uh, I'm not going to get into all the details of that, but uh, you know, I think Dave in particular, if you look at him, he, he was very, very young when he came into this league. Uh, you know, I was obviously not here when, when he was drafted, but the player he was and then the person he has become uh, are, are, are different versions than when I first got here, and the credit goes to him. Uh, he, he's been uh, intentional about getting better as a player, and I think he's been intentional about getting better as a teammate. And uh, really, that's that's where that comes from. Yeah, we prepare for all of their quarterbacks. I think you have to do that in, in this league. So uh, we'll monitor that like everybody else does. But you have to prepare for all their guys. And and the truth is, all their guys can beat you. They've all won. Uh, I think. C.J. Stroud's having as good a year as, as there is at that position for rookies. Doesn't not look like a rookie. Uh, the way he plays, the decision making, the the physical talent is off the charts. And then Case, you know, comes in last week, starts and wins. That's what he does. He's he's played a lot of football games in his career, uh, started a lot of football games in his career, has won. Uh, so we know the type of talent that he has as well. So what do you guys have to do? Uh, have such great success. Yeah, I think for us, it's it's always focusing on the little things, Jeff. Things that you, uh, the little things add up to the big things. So whether you're at home or on the road, you have to be clean in your assignments. You have to be great uh, as a as a staff and putting your guys in position to succeed. But big thing is always doing your job, and, and that doesn't change home or road. Kevin, is there some optimism with Obo that maybe? He could return before the season ends, or, yeah. or, or do you expect is there still still, I'd say it's still working through all of it. Obviously, we haven't put him on IR just yet, so those are things that we're working through. Yeah, he's uh, made plays for us, Ashley, really throughout his career. Uh, think about the plays that he's made on kickoff for us. And there's a lot of players in this league that start out as special teams players, and that's their proving ground. And, and then they get an opportunity on offense or defense, and, and they play well. So uh, I think he's a young player that you continue to see what he has. Uh, he, he had really good moments for us in that football game, and he's gonna, we're going to be counting on him again. Say it one more time, Dan. Oh. Yeah, it all goes hand in hand, uh, and I think I think Coach Schwartz has mentioned it before that our D line is our engine, uh, and and we certainly play off of them. Uh, but a lot of the success also you ha you can't help but look at some of the plays that have been made in the secondary. So it all goes together. But uh, I think the the playmaking that you see from the secondary is the biggest thing. Yeah, no real updates. I think with all of our guys, you know, day to day literally means you see how they walk in the building and check in with them and how they do through 
their treatment every single day and, and make a decision based on how that is each day. That's kind of what we're doing with Joel. What's the most impressive point of that uh, touchdown that Flacco threw? Yeah, uh, really well executed. I thought the protection was excellent on, on that play. Joe saw it really clearly because he had great lanes to see uh, and, and knew exactly where he was going with the ball once Amari cleared uh, the linebacker there. Has he made a couple throws, Kevin, where like, the old adage about not being late and over the middle and mm. stuff, he still does that. Is that just the, the trust, experience, all those things with a 15-year veteran? Yeah, I, yes. And, you know, there was one throw in particular on a scramble drill to Elijah late over the middle. You have to be very careful. And I always tell the quarterbacks, you have to clear your vision. Like, you have to be very, very clear about what you see when you make those throws. Uh, Joe's got great height, so that helps him see it in the first place. But even then, there are times in the pocket where he doesn't have great vision and you have to slide and, and move. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's a – you have a lot of reps under your belt. You have a lot of turns at, at some of these things, and you know – uh, where you can get into trouble, but when you can clear your vision and, and be confident in what you see, then you can pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean, played a ton of football in college, uh, so he had a ton of experience coming in. Uh, he's played in multiple systems, uh, you know, since before we had him and, and since, so has a very, very good understanding of offensive football, defensive football, uh, son of a coach. So, you know, Case knows the, the X's and O's really, really well. Uh, has always been a playmaker uh, throughout his entire career. Uh, but a, a really, really good football player, a guy that we have to, you know, study this week, just like every week getting ready for multiple quarterbacks. Since he's left, have you been able to drop your uh, yes, I have been able to do that. Uh, there's still some guys that I'm on alert uh, for. I do. And, you know, Marquise is a guy that uh, has been through a lot this season and, and continues to, to work really hard. Uh, you know, then with Joe being new, you have to rhythm up with all your new teammates, Marquise being one of them. So I think Joe's getting a good feel for him as well. For sure, and, and that's that's the part of practice. That's the part of getting to know your teammates. Uh, it's not going to always be perfect. Guys are going to make mistakes and that type of thing. But I think Joe now, having been here forever, however long he's been here, has a pretty good book on our guys uh, in terms of what they're good at, how they come out of breaks, those type of things. Did you like how kind of responded to targeting those first two interceptions? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I was proud of said. Uh, he's a young player, uh, obviously, there's things to clean up in every single game, but he, he plays hard. I mean, he plays hard when the ball's in his hand. He, he's going uh, and, and he's going to make plays and, he, and he's playing aggressive and, he, and he's a tough guy, guy to tackle. Uh, and then in the run game, he, he's, a, he's for a young player, he's, he's pretty good and pretty physical out there. Yeah, getting closer, but uh, we'll see how it goes this week. I think that's kind of the nature of, of this beast, Mary Kay, and you know everybody in the league is dealing with 
that and where Christmas is and that type of thing. I know some people are playing on Christmas. Uh, so it's just every year it's, it's part of being a professional and making sure that you are getting your work done and getting your shopping done on your own time. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of it is that'll never change. It'll always be a one-game season for us. That that doesn't change. Now, obviously, you know that you can earn more. I think everybody understands that. But uh, in terms of how you do that, you really have to focus on this week. How much homework are you going to be doing on Saturday? Not much. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea other than we have a big one on Sunday. Not a mathematician. That wraps up today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to From the Podium wherever you get your podcasts if you want to find more episodes. Also, be sure to check out the Browns social media platforms, youtube.com slash browns, and the Cleveland Browns mobile app to get the latest news as the Browns turn the page to the Houston Texans. I'm Jake Valencic, and thanks for listening to the Browns From the Podium podcast.